Welcome back to DCOM Cool and Collected. I'm Kelly. And I'm Elizabeth. And this week we watched Gotta Kick It Up, which is the worst title for a movie I've ever heard in my life. I like it. I don't. <laughs> I like it. There's an exclamation point too. It's like brink. <laughs> Never once do they say this in the movie. Yes, they do. They do? Yes. Oh. She did not pay close enough attention. I guess I didn't. I probably would have called this movie Si Se Puede. Well, that's just too adventurous for 2002. <laughs> All right. So first and foremost, I just wanted to talk a little bit about this movie. So if you don't know anything about this movie, a brief overview is that it is a middle school, but they're ninth graders. That this, doesn't... Okay. <laughs> Can we talk about this for a second? Because even when I was a kid, I noticed this. It bugged me so... Like, maybe in, like, different, like, places or whatever. Like, ninth grade is still middle school. I don't know. But where we are from in the Midwest... And everywhere else I've seen besides this movie, junior high ends at 8th grade and high school starts at ninth grade. But for some reason, they always refer to them as ninth grade, but they go to Marshall Middle School. And, like, even as a kid, I noticed this, and it, I hated it so much. Yeah, it doesn't make sense, but uh, it's based on a true story, it said, although I can't find any information okay, on the true I, story. Yeah, I looked it up, and it was basically, like, it was just, like... From the like the only perspective we get is from the teacher yeah, who is like Miss Bartlett. I yeah, I worked at this middle school and we went to we I coached this dance team. Yeah. And that like I found nothing else. There was nothing from the team, nothing from the school, nothing from any of the girls there. So that's the perspective we get going in. Yeah, so it's about this teacher who ends up, uh, the kids don't have a dance team and they're from a school that doesn't have like a lot of funding, we find out, and she ends up taking on their dance team even though she doesn't have to and that's like basically the whole thing. So from my knowledge of white savior narratives in film, I would say this falls into that category. Yes, and the, case, teacher, the teacher is white, and the school is predominantly Latinx. Yeah. Latinx. Yeah. I always, in my mind, I always said Latinx, but then I heard it <laughs> no. pronounced out loud, and I'm like, that's not right. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so, in case you don't know, a white savior narrative, by definition from Wikipedia, is a white character rescues a non- non-white characters from unfortunate circumstances. And one of the, like, classic tropes of this is an inspirational teacher, which is, like, what we have here. So some other movies that have examples of this are, like, Freedom Riders, Gran Torino, Green Book, The Help, The Blind Side. So... Like, in the past, you see these things, and you're like, oh, this is a nice movie of, like, these people coming together and helping someone. But you realize that, like, that's kind of problematic when you look into it further. And one of the reasons that I wanted to talk about this is because, like, I think if you're just, like, looking at it very, like, naively, you can see that and still be like, no, it's, like, a good thing. But um, from an article that I read, they talk about how this is problematic because the more white people watch this kind of thing, they see themselves, like, identifying in the white savior character. And they're like, well, I'm a good person and I don't, you know, stereotype and I don't fall into racism. But, like, you're still benefiting from it. And so when you make yourself, like, the main character when it's not about you, that's a problem. So. Yeah, we get, like, like before we jump into the movie, we get, like, all this backstory on the teacher and we, like, even though, like, the movie is more about the girls, we don't get any information about them. Well, and one thing, so I d- couldn't find anyone writing about Gotta Kick It Up, probably because it's a <laughs> it's decom a from 2002. 
But, so, again, we are white. We cannot speak for anyone else's experience, but this is, like, how I see it from what the research that I've done. I'll also link an article about uh, the white narrative, or white savior narrative, just in case you want to learn more about it. Uh, one of the things in an article that I did read, though, is that a major issue for white nar- or for white savior movies is that a lot of times they're made by mostly white casts as well, like the director and the writers and stuff like that. This movie was not. This movie was directed and the teleplay was written by Ramon Menendez. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I'm very sorry. I couldn't find it. (laughs) I couldn't find it, find it said anywhere. Um, So that is one thing that this does have going for it. And I think that the, that comes into play with some of the scenes we'll see, because we do get a little bit of like the girl's backstory, but yeah, I would say that Miss Bartlett is a white savior in this movie. So keep that in mind as we go through it. Um, so let's jump into the cast. Oh, wait, one more thing um, about... Let's not yet. <laughs> sorry. One more thing about Ramon Menendez is that he also screen wrote Tortilla Soup, which I have never seen all of, but in high school, our Spanish <laughs> class started watching that movie. I was gone for, like, one of the classes, so then I saw, like... Wait, yeah, I was... Was that senior year? Yeah, I don't... Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I think we were gone on the same thing. <laughs> yeah, and so I was there for, like, the beginning, and then I saw the end, but I missed, like, most of the movie. I remember seeing the end, and the only thing I remember is Joe from The Princess Diary. <laughs> yeah, so... That's something else yeah. that this, the director of this movie has done. We should probably watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get into the cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, first we have Daisy, played by Camille. I'm probably not going to say her name right, but to me, it looks like it's pronounced Guati. I don't know. I'm sorry, Camille, if that's wrong. <laughs> I'm just trying my best. Um, she had... So the only thing I recognized her for... Well, she had... Um, like, a one-episode role in What I Like About You, which I put down because it was a great fucking show and it deserves more credit. People don't talk about What I Like About You anymore. But secondly, I remember watching the specific episode of How I Met Your Mother because it, it was in, like, season eight or nine, one of the later seasons, and I was like, God, that girl looks so familiar. I cannot place her, and I looked her up, and I was like, oh, that's the girl from Gotta Kick It Up. <laughs> Um, she was in the rhyming episode, where the entire episode was a nursery rhyme for Marvin, and she went on a date with Ted, and she, it ended up being, uh, found out that she once believed that Barney was Derek Jeter, so Ted said no. Anyway, <laughs> moving on, we have the queen herself, America Ferreira. I love America Ferreira. Um, fun fact, this was America Ferreira's second role, like, professional role ever, uh, was Gotta Kick It Up. Uh, she's most famous for Ugly Betty. She won many an award. Uh, recent, most, most recently, she was the star of Superstore. Um, she was the main, she played the main girl in How to Train Your Dragon and all of its games and series and sequels and stuff like that. She was in this movie called Our Family Wedding, which I owned the DVD of when I was in, like, middle school, I think. Oh. <laughs> Since I owned the DVD, I watched it all the time. Mm. It was okay, but she was great. Um, and then also, obviously, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Oof. Um, for the first ten minutes of this movie, I called her Carmen in my notes <laughs> until they said her name. I looked it up because at the beginning I was like, there's too many main characters for me to not know their names till they say them. There's so many where they don't say their names until, like, literally an hour into the movie. Yes. A lot of them just have, like, girl number three on the team. <laughs> um, yes, America Ferreira. Love her. Um, and then we have... Um, Susan Egan, she plays Miss Bartlett. Um, she played one of Jenna's assistants at the fashion magazine in 13 Going on 30. Um, but she is most famous. She is the original voice of Meg in Hercules, which I have still never seen to this day. It's good. 
<laughs> I'd recommend. Um, and then we have, so then these are, like, all of, like, the parents of the girls. They've all, like, they're people that, like, you've seen. Oh, wait, hold on. There. I have one who's not a parent yet. I have Miguel Sandoval. Yeah. Miguel Sandoval. Yeah. He is the principal. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was in Sharp Objects. He was a series regular on Medium. He was in Seventh Heaven. I have that right. He was in Seventh Heaven. He had a two-episode stint. He played... Okay, so at one point, the Camdens had a lot of random people live with them throughout their years. At one point, one of the guys' names was Robbie, and he met one of the daughters at doing community service, and so he moved in with their family because he became homeless, and he started dating this girl, and... Uh, she was a, her parents were devout Catholic, and he played one of their parents. Nice. Uh, he was That's also it. in Sharp Objects, which I highly recommend if you have HBO. That show fucked me up for, like, a week. Uh, he was a series regular in Medium, like I said. I've never watched it, but I know it stars Patricia Arquette. Um, he was in Air Bud Soccer. Great movie. <laughs> uh, he also had small roles in The West Wing, Home Improvement, The X-Files, and Jurassic Park. Um, and then we have Gina Gallego, who played Mrs. Hernandez in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, who was the lady at the law firm who never said anything. Oh my god, that's why she looks familiar. <laughs> I almost clicked on her. I didn't look up any of the parents, because I knew I knew one of them, but I didn't think I knew any of the others. Yeah, so if you ever watched Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, that's her. Uh, she also had small roles in the middle, Shameless, Grace Anatomy, Days of Our Lives, Aaron Brockovich, and Seinfeld. And then we have Valente Rodriguez, who played Ernie in George Lopez. I did not watch George Lopez enough to know who Ernie is. Um, he's either his brother or his next door neighbor, because I wrote that. Did they ever get an auto shop? Am I making that up? I don't know. Okay. I didn't I didn't see a lot of it, but I know whenever George Lopez, like, does flashbacks to when he's a kid, they have the same size heads, and I remember that Ernie <laughs> was with him when he was a kid. So, for some reason, I feel like they're brothers, but maybe they're just, like, neighbors, or they, like, grew up together. I don't know. Uh, this guy was also in High School Musical, the musical, the series. Uh, yeah, I didn't, I did not recognize him from that. I did watch it. It's honestly pretty I good. I did not. Um, he was in Wizards of Waverly Place. He was also in Shameless and Aaron Brockovich. Um, It's Complicated, which was a movie with Meryl Streep, Steve Martin, and uh, Alec Baldwin. It's very good. Highly recommend it. It's a nice little rom-com. Uh, the Ugly Truth, which was the first rated R movie I ever saw. Oh. <laughs> Instant Family, which I watched over quarantine. It was a very good movie. I liked it a lot. <laughs> Sabrina the Teenage Witch, The X-Files, and The Golden Girls. And that's all I have. Yeah, I just put a heart by America Ferreira because I knew that yes. you would cover her and that I had. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, well, heaven. the rest of the, like, they're all adults that, like, I'm sure you've seen in something. Like, I only wrote down the stuff that, like, I've seen or that I immediately recognize. Um, also. something that, like, they were significant, had a significant role in. Yeah, I didn't make note of this, but I remember it from looking it up. Chewie, who is Daisy's boyfriend, was in Judging Amy, the show that anyone in a decom was also in. <laughs> you know so. who, what else everyone was in? Touched by an Angel. I I don't know what yeah, that I've is. seen a lot of Touched by an Angel too. I don't know what that is or Judging Amy, but yeah, a lot of people Everyone's are in, in those. It. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, shall we get into it? Yeah. Let's dive right in. All right. So we open up on a school, and this school I thought was really cool because all the lockers and stuff are outside. Yeah. And it takes place in California, and all of like the picnics tables. There's like a cafeteria. Everything's outside. Yeah. It yeah. must be really nice. We weren't allowed to go outside in our school. I mean, on nice days, it would be nice, but yeah, I guess it yeah, is well, California. we also live in the so Midwest. It's <laughs> nice most of the time. Um, before we got to our school, uh, 
I heard that, um, well, like, in order to get from one building to the other, we had to, like, walk through seven different hallways and, like, underneath the house where the where the nuns live and up, like, three flights of stairs. And there were moving staircases. It was basically Hogwarts. Yeah, well, I was told that, like, even when it was, like, ten degrees outside, the girls weren't allowed to, like, walk through um, the mother house and they had to walk outside to get to the other building, <laughs> which... I'm glad we had. <laughs> anyway, so we see a sign that says, Welcome back, students, and underneath it, it says, Bienvenidos, estudiantes. So we already know that the student body is made up of a lot of people who speak Spanish. Um, it's a bustling school. There's, uh, like, generic Latin music playing in the background. Um, Yolanda, I called her Carmen. <laughs> yeah. It's America Ferreira. Mm -hmm. uh, she walks up to, like, this little counter. She buys a notebook, a pen, a ruler, and peanut butter cups same I probably would have done the same thing <laughs> um someone bumps into her and she drops her Reese's peanut butter cups and then she steps on them and she says is this a part of your diet yeah this random bitch this, this also literally contributes nothing to the plot well they're just being mean yeah, they're just being mean but it's okay because Daisy comes over and stands up to her yeah or stands so, up to the mean girls yeah so the mean girls leave um, oh, and then we see a teacher getting out of this very nice car. It's like a white a, lady pulls up in a convertible. Yeah, and she's, she's wearing a full-on, like, power suit. Like, <laughs> yeah. a red power suit. Okay, this woman, like, she looks so much like my fourth grade teacher. <laughs> like, if her hair was, like, a little bit blonder and thinner, it would have been, like, a, like, the way that I remember my fourth grade teacher. <laughs> it would have been, like, an exact match. I don't know your fourth grade teacher. <laughs> <laughs> um... So she's walking, like, through campus. Uh, she asks this student, who we later learn is Alyssa, to point her toward administration. Um, we briefly see Yolanda and Daisy dancing in the courtyard as the students are making... Yeah, and they have, they have a boombox. Box. Yeah, and this other girl is kind of watching from the sidelines. We learn that her name is Esmeralda. But, yeah, Daisy and Yolanda are just breaking it down, having a good time. And then... Yeah, she has the CD, and she's like, oh, can you play my oh, music? Oh, well, they ask for a new CD. They're like, who has oh, yeah, the yeah, next yeah. CD? So Esmeralda's like, oh, here, put this in. And Daisy walks over, and she's like, no, what are we going to do with that dumb girly music? Which I do not appreciate, Daisy. Yeah, women support off. women. What is girly music? <laughs> no, we don't do that. But yeah, Daisy's just, like, really mean to her, and Esmeralda's just like, okay, and she walks away. All right, so we cut to the administration office. Um, the principal, I forget what his name, I just called him principal. Uh, yeah, the whole I just time. called him principal the whole time. Uh, he's talking to some students, and Miss Bartlett, who was the white lady in the convertible, uh, shows up, and he's like, Oh, I'm surprised that you made it. These kids are intimidating. Well, yeah, and she's like, You thought I wouldn't? And he was like, Oh, well, some people see them and then leave. And she's like, Oh, I'm not going to do that. And the secretary's like, Well, I've seen it happen before. Like, they're being very... Yeah. <laughs> I, don't I don't know why weird. you would do that to your newest employee when you keep losing teachers. Well, yeah, and they're like, kids can be intimidating, and they're like, first days are the hardest, so if you have a tough one, you know, just stick it out. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so, um, all the kids are sitting around in this biology class. Um, they start making beats... Ignore that. <laughs> making beats on their, uh, like... Uh, notebooks and desks and stuff like that. Yolanda gets up and starts dancing, um, and the whole class is, like, loud and being like, yeah, let's go. Yeah, and then. Alyssa is like, hey, we should probably quiet down because we're going to get in trouble, but they oh. keep going anyway. I kept looking at Alyssa. I was like, she looks so familiar, but I looked her up, and she's, like, not in anything, and I think it's because she kind of looks like Rachel Berry. <laughs> oh. And that's why I thought <laughs> she looked familiar. Maybe. 
Uh, yeah, so Miss Bartlett walks in and, like, finger whistles. Yeah, and she tells them to, like, sit down and she introduces herself. She's like, I'm your biology teacher. The kids are, like, booing and just, like, actively <laughs> making noises as she's talking. She's like, we're gonna learn biology. And they're all like, why? Well, yeah, she's, okay, so first of all, she just, like, immediately starts talking about biology without, like, writing anything on the board yeah, or, like, just, like, giving them time to take out their notebooks. Is the study of life. Mitochondria <laughs> is the powerhouse of the cell. And they're so, all just like, boo. Well, well, yeah, and they're, they're obviously not listening, so she's like, does anyone have any questions? And Daisy raises her hand, and she's like, why should I care? And they're all like, yeah, this has nothing to do with us. We don't care. We'd be better off making beats. So they start doing that again, and then Daisy goes to the front of the classroom and starts and dancing dances. around. Yeah. I admire the confidence. Well, yeah, and Miss Bartlett also just, like, doesn't do anything. I don't know if she just, like, doesn't know what to do, but she just stands well, there did, and watches. She did work at an internet company before this and somehow is just able to get a teaching job. Yeah, I mean, I, she went to college, so I guess... I feel like, I thought, like, I know at least now you need, like, specific certifications. Like, I know you can substitute with a yeah. college degree, but she's, like, the full-time biology teacher. Yeah, I don't know. But then the principal ends up showing up in the classroom and tells Daisy to sit down. Yeah, he walks in, everyone quiets down and immediately, like, opens their books like they're reading. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it's the first day of class and Mrs. Bartlett didn't tell them to do anything. Yeah, and so the principal immediately tells Daisy that she has two weeks of detention, and whenever Daisy's like, that's kind of harsh, she's like, well, now it's four weeks, and then Yolanda tries to, like, step in and, like, stick up for her and be like, well, she wasn't the only one dancing, but the principal's like, do you want detention too? So she's like, she just shuts up real quick. And so... And then he walks up to Miss Bartlett, and he has a military oh God, background, yeah. which they only talk about in this scene. Well, they talk about it in the first scene, because the students are joking and they call him Colonel, but Yeah, that's it. so he tells Miss Bartlett, and he's like, you need to seize control of your troops. Yeah, directly, he says, an effective leader seizes control of her troops like, immediately. Bitch, you literally just told her five minutes ago that these kids are intimidating and she's probably gonna quit. Well, And, and now you're yelling at her for not... Like, rallying them together? It's her first day, and it would be overwhelming to, like, be a teacher for the first time in general, but also to teenagers. They're gonna, like, make fun of you mercilessly. Teenagers are terrifying. Teenagers scare the living shit out of me. (laughs) My Chemical Romance said it best. Um, okay, so we cut to Yolanda and... Alyssa. Alyssa, I just put girl. (laughs) Yeah, they're talking outside, and they're talking about how the dance team teacher retired, so now they're not gonna have a dance team. Alyssa starts freaking out, because she's like, I need this for college, which again, they're in ninth grade slash middle school. Why is she already (laughs) talking about college? And they're like, Esmeralda's gonna freak dances her life. Yeah, and uh, so we cut to Esmeralda. She is in her room brushing her hair, and she has a little music box with a ballerina, like, playing as she's doing this. We also see a mural of, like, dancers on her wall, and she has, like, a dancer picture in her mirror. So she really likes dancing. But her little brother comes into the room and steals the music box, and so she chases after him, and she's trying to get it from him, and that's when her mom comes home. And her mom's like, what are you doing? Like, did you feed your brother dinner yet? And she's like, no, not yet. So she goes to, like, feed him dinner, and she's also like, he keeps stealing my music box so her dad tells him to give it back and he finally does so she takes it back to her room her dad is uh i said the uncle slash neighbor from george lopez (laughs) (laughs) and then she pretends to be a ballerina in her mirror yeah this is like the again this is the only scene where we learn about esmeralda's passion for dance it's we don't really hear about it after this it also doesn't make sense because like whenever we get to tryouts, she's not good no (laughs) 
So, I don't know. <laughs> okay, um, so Daisy, uh, girl, she's at home and she walks outside to get into a boy's car. We learn that's Chewie, her boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, they're driving around and she tells him that he's lucky that his parents let him drop out of school. Um, and Daisy says that as soon as she can, she's gonna drop out too. Well, yeah, and she's talking about how, like, school sucks and he's like, I mean, working a job sucks too. Like, <laughs> it sucks. Um, but yeah, and he was, she's like, I'm gonna drop out as soon as I can, and he's like, well, don't let your mom know, she already thinks I'm a bad influence, which, like, I, they never clarify how old he is, but if he's dropped out of college, and he's, like, driving, school. well, okay, so, I guess maybe she's 14, so. I was gonna say she's, she's 14 and he's 16. Yeah. Which I think is fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it just seems weirder whenever you think about them saying they're in middle school all the yeah. time. Um, yeah, so he's like, oh, look, you wanna hang out? And Daisy's like, I can't, I have detention. And Chewie is like, oh, you, you know, like that principal, he's, he's a hard one. But, you know, when I was in school and he was going to give me detention for like three months, um, I was able to trade detention for an extracurricular activity. Uh, yeah, to make that trade. Yeah. So, so then he's like, hmm. She's thinking idea. about it. So Esmeralda is, she works in the office and she's looking at this file and she smiles and then closes it, puts it away and goes over to the principal and she's like, hey, did you know that Miss Bartlett went to Juilliard for dance? Which, okay, why does everyone go to Juilliard? Why as a child did I immediately learn what Juilliard <laughs> yeah, was? Same. Everyone goes same. to Juilliard in these movies and TV shows. Same. Ugh. Like if they're, if they're smart, they go to fucking Ivy League. It's either Harvard or Yale. No in between. But if they're like at theater kid they go to fucking juilliard they and they get in they all get into juilliard you never saw high school musical three no ryan and kelsey go to juilliard <laughs> kelsey like okay kelsey's great but like she's not like the okay well it was between there was there was choosing between four people um sharpay troy ryan and, and they kelsey. and they chose two well it's, from the same high school well originally miss darvis was like originally only one person gets from east high gets this juilliard scholarship but then at grad or no like the senior year musical they're like two people have gotten the scholarship i think it's gonna be Troy and sharpay but it's ryan and kelsey oh wow <laughs> but yeah apparently well, miss bartlett <laughs> went to juilliard and so esmeralda's like hey can you get her to teach the dance team because we don't have one and we need a teacher and the principal's like you shouldn't be reading the files first of all which is true and second of all he's like you know coaches are volunteers so like i can ask her to do something but there's no guarantee that she's gonna do anything honestly like if i were esmeralda i'd read files all the time but like girl don't say anything about it yeah don't you should have just, you should have been like oh she mentioned that she went to juilliard <laughs> Uh, so on the way to class in the hallway, the principal catches up with Miss Bartlett, um, and he's like, oh, you went to Juilliard. Uh, do you want to coach our horrible ninth grade girl dance team? <laughs> yeah, but Miss Bartlett is like, dancing is my past. And, so, yeah, ooh. the principal's just like, okay, we'll think about it. So then we cut to... Well, and she also says that she needs to focus her energy on getting her students to actually, like, participate in the classroom first, which is, like, kind of fair, I guess, but... yeah. But, you know, you can really build up that rapport if you coach the dance team. Yeah, so anyway. Esmeralda, she tells her this. She gets to class early, and she asks Miss Bartlett again about the dance team. Miss Bartlett says that she's got to figure out how to teach first again. She's like, I got to get my students to respect me. But then Esmeralda's like, you know, popular teachers coach the team. Well, no, she's like, I can tell you what the popular teachers do, but only if you coach the team. And so Miss <laughs> Bartlett just, like, takes the bait right away. Yeah, so then the PA, uh, and the person over the PA announces that dance tryouts are tomorrow with Miss Bartlett. So in the hallway, Daisy asks Yolanda and Esmeralda about it, 
And they're like, why are you interested in dance? You said it was like the loser squad. And Daisy's like, um, it's kind of cool now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So then, and then immediately Daisy approaches the principal and she's like, hey, what about instead of detention, I join the dance team? Yeah. And so the principal is like, hey, Esmeralda, because he knows her, she works in the office, she's trustworthy. He's like, hey, you think Daisy would be a good addition to the team? And Esmeralda vouches for her. Even though Daisy is so mean to her. Yeah. And so even then, the principal's like, okay, but like if I hear anything bad from Miss Bartlett, like you have to go back to detention immediately and you're off the team or whatever. So Daisy like walks away all happy. And with Yolanda. Like yeah. Yolanda like Yolanda isn't mean, but she's also friends with Daisy and doesn't like call her well, out. Well well yeah, Yolanda like she's like, Thanks, Esmeralda, but Daisy says nothing and Esmeralda's like, You're welcome, Daisy. Yeah. So <laughs> Uh, so the girls wait for Miss Bartlett in the gym for tryouts. Um, she arrives and immediately starts giving rules. She's like, you're going to wear white sneakers. Well, she says the iconic rules first, then you'll dance. That was in the commercial for this movie. Oh. I remember that. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's like, you'll have your hair in a ponytail. You'll come you'll come to practice in your gym uniform. You will have the whitest sneaks. And then literally one girl goes, clean my sneaks. I'm out of here. Well, yeah, as she reads the rules, like, certain people get up and leave because they're like, I don't want to do yeah, that. Yeah, she's like, you can't have a failing grade. Some people leave after that. Yeah, she mentions that you have to be on time. Tardiness is not allowed. And that's when Esmeralda walks in. And she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm late. I had to drop my brother off at some family's house. And it's she's not like, Esmeralda's fault. Well, yeah, she says no excuses for tardiness. Like, mm, see, that's a pro- this is where that's the teacher is problematic. That's yeah. not good. Esmeralda. Es- oh, my God. Esmeralda can't yeah. help it. Yeah, that's not her fault that she has to do that for her brother. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah. So as she's giving rules, all of a sudden the basketball practice and their coach, the principal, come in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there, um, so there was a scheduling mix-up. She's like, "Oh, like your office like scheduled this like at the gym for us at this time." And he's like, "Well, we have the gym um, at this time, like always." Mm-hmm. And then Miss Bartlett's like, "Okay, I guess there's no dance team." Yeah, so the principal's like, oh, wait, okay, I guess we can share the gym. Yeah, so, like, so they'll split the gym. So they try to start tryouts, and one of the girls starts the boombox, but immediately the basketball breaks it. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're like, where do we go now? So they move tryouts to this balcony above the auto shop, and they play music out of the car speaker that's in there. Mm-hmm. So this is the best scene in the movie. <laughs> so, it's the most iconic, for sure. Yeah, so we... Let's try out start. First, uh, this girl whose name I, la- I Marisol. later learned was Marisol. Marisol? Marisol. Uh, she performs this traditional Latin. You know what? They never, like, specifically say, like, what specific heritage these girls have. It's all just general Latina, I guess. So she performs this traditional Latin music. I don't know what country it specifically is from. Um, Yolanda. <laughs> performs this hip-hop dance. Yeah, she's basically just, like, doing the <laughs> robot so and then, funny. like, I don't know, doing... It's and then very she's fun. Like, she, like, points at... <laughs> America Ferreira is just amazing. Yeah, um, Alyssa, I think, goes into a swing dance. Yeah, she does a swing dance. And then Esmeralda does a lyrical. <laughs> yeah, I put lyrical in quotes. Yeah, <laughs> I only know lyrical from it's dance. Li- it's like her, like, rolling around on the floor and, like, doing what she thinks lyrical looks like. Yeah, it's like girls who, like, think they're really good at dance. Well, but the thing <laughs> is, she doesn't know how to dance. I think yeah. she's just, like, doing it on what she's seen, like, ballerinas do or something, because it's yeah. not good. <laughs> Um, so Miss Bartlett's like, okay, tryouts are over, but then Daisy's like, wait, I haven't danced yet, and she's like, your tryout was when you, 
Yeah, but your tryout was when you danced in my classroom. Oh. Um, and then Miss Bartlett's like, okay, uh, you're all on the team, but you must work together as a team, and you have to get in shape. So, we cut to the next day, tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow, the next day, mm-hmm. they are all running around the track, and they're very annoyed, obviously, uh, and they walk up to Miss Bartlett, and they're like, when are we going to learn an actual dance routine? And Miss Bartlett says, oh, I thought we could choreograph something together. And she's like, what about this? One, two, three, four. <laughs> well, it starts, uh, yeah, she does that. And then they're all like, no, we're not going to do that. And Yolanda's like, hey, I know the routine from two years ago. And so she starts doing it. And Daisy tears her on. But El- Esmeralda's like, we need to do something new. That's so tired. And so uh, Marisol suggests that they do something more flashy. And Daisy starts just kind of like dancing around a little bit. Because Miss Bartlett's like, well, Daisy, you seem to always have an opinion. Like, let's see what you got. She starts doing something, but none of the other girls can keep up. Yeah, they're and like, so, uh, we can't do that. <laughs> yeah, and so Esmeralda gets mad at her and she's like, you're just showing off to make us look bad. And Daisy's like, I don't have to dance to do that. Yeah, so <laughs> everyone begins to fight. Yeah. Um, until Daisy's like, wait, everyone stop. And then she turns to Miss Bartlett and she's like, you've made your point. We can't choreograph this ourselves. Yeah. And so Miss Bartlett's like, all right, well, I'll think about the routine. You guys run another lap. Yeah, so all the girls start running, and then Daisy kicks dirt at her. I remember this part, too. Uh, and Miss Bartlett's, like, three stands up in the bleachers. Okay. So, like, it doesn't. Another thing that I just wanted to mention is that Miss Bartlett was like, I have these rules. You have to follow these rules, blah, 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 blah. One of them is that they have to wear their P.E. uniforms. They were not wearing their P.E. uniforms whenever they were running. Daisy's wearing jean shorts. Yeah. And, and wow. later on, she says, like, whenever she says you have to wear white sneakers... All, all of their practices, they're never wearing white sneakers, except for, like, the background characters who we never meet. <laughs> so, Miss Bartlett obviously wasn't too strict on her rules after all. Alright, so we cut to Miss Bartlett and the girls. They find these dusty old pom-poms. Um, and at the moment, they can't find their dance uniforms, so the girls will wear their gym uniforms whenever they compete. Uh, the girls are visibly upset. Yeah, they're all complaining, and Miss Bartlett's like, well, why? Like, a lot of schools do that. Or she's like, I hear a lot of schools do that. And then Yolanda's like, only poor schools do that. And so Miss Bartlett is like, it doesn't matter what you're wearing. Like, it's your dancing that matters. And Daisy's like, it doesn't matter either way. We're screwed. Like, we're not going to be very good. Yeah, so then we cut to, uh, the school bus arriving to a competition. Uh, all the girls get off the, get off the bus, and... I don't know what they're complaining about. Their gym uniforms are pretty cute. Like, you want to see our gym uniforms from high school? Well, yeah, we went to a private school that I valued modesty. Put that in quotes, because not really. But we had to wear basketball shorts. We had to wear basketball shorts, so it went down to our knees, and white t-shirts. These girls are wearing, like, these short, like, cute red shorts with, like, a little, like, white belt. And then they're, like, baseball tees, but they have, like, capped sleeves, and they're red and navy. They're pretty cute. Well, yeah, but everyone else is wearing actual uniforms, and so their uniforms are, like, a lot fancier, and they have, like, their hair and makeup done and all this stuff. Yeah. And so they're walking around, and everyone is, like, stretching, and they feel, like, insecure because they're like, hey, we are in over our head here. Yeah, yeah, they all start, uh, they all, Miss Bartlett's like, okay, like, you guys stretch too, so they start trying to stretch like the other girls, but they are not dancers like they are, so. Yeah. 
Um, Alyssa's parents come over and introduce themselves to Miss Bartlett, and they bring up college again. Yeah, they're like, oh, extracurriculars will help with college. Like, bitch, she's 14! Well, yeah, and also we can see visibly that Miss Bartlett is nervous about what's going on, um, and their team is on deck. So this other team walks by them, the team that's going on right then, and they start cheering this cheer about, good luck, good luck! And the entire team is just like, what the fuck is happening? Did your school school dance teams do that? Did you cheer good luck to each other? Is that a thing? Um, Our school didn't even have a dance team. Did your cheerleading teams do that, perhaps? Well, our school didn't compete with cheerleading. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Please let us know. I'm so curious. (laughs) Yeah, but the whole team watches them from the sidelines, and they automatically know that this team is better than them. And so Yolanda goes over to Miss Bartlett, and she tells her that Esmeralda is sick, and that's as the other team is finishing. So uh, Miss Bartlett goes to check on Esmeralda, and she says that she's too nervous. Miss Bartlett's like, hey, it's going to be okay. You just need to go out there and do your best. That's all you need to do. So the team is called on the stage and they walk out and then Miss Bartlett remembers that she has to go put the CD in. And so she goes to put the CD in and she presses play, but obviously she's very, very nervous. The principal's also there and he's like, oh, I just wanted to like check in, see how you're doing, which isn't helping. So the team- Also, I just wanted to say that Miss Bartlett and the principal call each other Miss Bartlett and principal throughout the entire movie. And I remember like, like seeing like teachers interact with each other. They're not like- Oh, hello, Miss Bartlett. I don't know what her first name is. They're like, hey, Pam, come here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's a children's movie. They don't, the children don't need to know they have real (laughs) names. Yeah. So the music starts and the team starts dancing. They are not together at all. They keep messing up. They're running into each other. And at one point, Esmeralda like bumps directly into Daisy. It's an accident, but Daisy gets mad, throws her pom-poms down and runs off. off. Daisy is so annoying yeah she walks off the stage and so they all like miss bartlett just stops the music and they all just like leave so they get off stage and they're all just like talking about how horrible By the way, they there's were not really a stage it's just a gym with like a little like poster behind well yeah but it's like the stage and yeah, quotes yeah. is where they're performing yeah so they talk about how bad they were and daisy they... quits on the spot well yeah and she's like this was so embarrassing like you should have we should have done something better i told you that this was boring and we were gonna make fools of ourselves and now we did yeah she leaves and Alyssa's parents try to console them um the girls get on the bus to go home and esmeralda tells miss bartlett that all the girls feel that she could be teaching them more but she's holding back i don't know how they sense that but they did. Well, and they're also, like, if you hated coaching so much, you should have just, like, stopped. Like, you shouldn't have done anything or whatever. Yeah, so uh, we cut to, I don't know, later that day or the next day. It's the weekend. Daisy makes Chewy take her to school because she forgot her backpack in her locker, which brought me back to the times in grade school that I forgot stuff at school. And you had, I don't know about you, but we had to, like, knock on the door hoping that, like, the janitor would hear you so that he would open up. Or that one time where it was, like, right after school that I forgot, and the acting troupe was in my classroom, and I'd, like, walk in and be like, can I get my workbook? <laughs> and my teacher's like, this is your home. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> any- This is not my home. <laughs> I don't think anybody would have been there to open the doors to our school if I forgot something. Is not so. a Yeah, but I think that they cleaned, like, in the mornings or so. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I remember, like, knocking on the door and being like, Mike! Mike! <laughs> Mike the janitor. 
Yeah, so Daisy's going to get her lip bag, and she hears music, and so she goes to look in the gym, because she's like, what's going on? And she sees Miss Bartlett dancing, and immediately, like, Miss Bartlett is, like, doing all these things. I guess it's good. It doesn't really look that impressive to me, I but... I can't tell the difference between, like... I mean, like, obviously, if it's, like, really bad dancing, I can tell, but, like, yeah. good and, like, mediocre dancing... I, I mean, it is, it is like, more enthusiastic than what their dance was that they yeah. did. And so Daisy, like, storms off. She's very mad. And she's like, that's our coach. And Chewie's like, oh, like, that, she's never danced like that before. And Daisy's like, that's the whole point. She's been holding back on us. So then we cut back to Miss Bartlett. She finishes her routine and then, like, sits on the floor and cries. They never explain that. She just cries. No. <laughs> so then. Uh, so, so then the next day, Miss Bartlett approaches Daisy and Yolanda in the cafeteria. Um, Daisy and Miss Bartlett get up to walk and Miss Bartlett asks her to rejoin the dance team. Uh, Miss Bartlett is like, I think you're talented and you have a lot of potential, but Daisy's like, I'm not interested. And she's like, oh, by the way, I saw you dancing in the gym. You're holding back. You're not, like, helping us be good. Yeah, and Miss Bartlett tries to say, like, oh, you don't know the full story. You don't understand. But Daisy's like, well, that's your fault. You could have told us the full story, but you didn't. And so Miss Bartlett asks for a second chance. And so... But saved by the bell. The bell rings and Daisy just walks away. Yeah. So at practice, Miss Bartlett is saying that they're actually going to dance today, but they're going to start with rhythm and an eight count. So she teaches them an eight count. <laughs> like how what, to count eight what counts. what you did in dance class where you just like moved your head like one, two, three. No, we stretched. <laughs> but yeah, no. <laughs> so they're all... Yeah, they're doing the eight count. They're like stretching a little bit. Oh, and there comes Daisy. Yeah, Daisy walks in to join practice, and then the music's kind of playing as they're still eight counting, but then Miss Bartlett just gets carried away and starts dancing like she did in the gym, and whenever she stops, all the girls just, like, surround and hug her. They're so excited. They're so excited. So we cut to the next practice, and the girls, like, perform this whole routine. Yeah, so we just, now we have, like, a montage of them learning to dance. We have a montage of them going to... Oh, wait, no, it's just the new dance. Never mind. Yes. Sorry, that's later. So, uh, yeah, the bell rings after Miss Bartlett's biology class. Um, Yolanda and Esmeralda um, ask about performing in this meet next Saturday. Miss Bartlett says, no, you guys aren't ready yet. Uh, and they're like, no, like, I, we are ready. Like, have you seen us? We're really good. But Miss Bartlett's still like, nah, you're not going to perform. So uh, they meet up, Daisy, not Daisy, Esmeralda and Yolanda meet up with the rest of the team outside, um, and they tell, they tell them what Miss Bartlett said, that they're not ready. But they're all like, no, like, we really believe that we're ready. Um, and for a brief minute, they talk about, like, what if we just, like, competed without her? Like, we could get rides to the, to the meet, uh, registration forms, you'll, Esmeralda has access in the office. But then Alyssa says, wait, uh, we, I have an idea to convince Miss Bartlett that we're ready to compete. So, then we cut to, um, in the office, Alyssa distracts the secretary so that Esmeralda can sneak into the PA system room. Esmeralda puts this tape into, like, the tape player that's sitting there and moves the mic next to the speaker. Uh, As she walks out, she locks the door and throws the key away, and this music starts playing over the speaker, like the music to their dance routine. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, all the girls run out into, like, I want to say, like, the courtyard, like, quad area. It's, like, where the the kids eat and sit outside and stuff. Yeah, and they all start performing their routine in front of all the students and Miss Bartlett. And all the students are like, yeah, like, go girls, they're doing really good, they're all in sync. Um, as Miss Bartlett is watching, the principal approaches her, and Miss Bartlett's like, I think they're trying to convince me that they're ready to compete, even though I said no. 
and um, the principal is like, well, what do you think? And Miss Bartlett's like, I think they need to learn about respecting their coach before they're ready to compete for anything. So mm-hmm. she's very angry. Yeah, so the girls are so excited after they get done performing, but they see Miss Bartlett's <clears throat> anger. So Miss Bartlett yells at them for not listening to her because they never do. They ask her the same <laughs> question over and over, and she always says no. Um, and then, oh, they're all in the locker room at this point. And so she's like, we are not going to the competition. And then she's like, oh, and by the way, they found the old uni- uniforms. They probably need some work. So she gives them the old uniforms and leaves. Yeah, well, something Miss Bartlett has said, like, throughout the whole movie is that you guys need to work as a team. You guys need to work as a team. And then at this point, she's like, working as a team also means working with your coach, not undermining and disrespecting me. And Daisy's like, what are you afraid of? Uh, and Miss Bartlett's just like, because I said so. Yeah, and that's when she's like, here are your new uniforms. They're going to need some work. Well, the old uniforms. Old, yeah, old uniforms. Yeah, so the girls get together on the weekend to alter their uniforms, and they, again, are talking about, it's so not fair that we can't go to the thing, like, we're ready, blah, 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 blah. Um, and they're, like, adding all these things to the uniforms because they're old, I guess, but they add, like, little sparkly things, little sashes to update them. <laughs> yeah, and so... Um, Daisy's like, you know what? Didn't Esmeralda already send in that form? Yeah, they they thought Miss Bartlett was just going to be like, oh, yes, let's go. (laughs) They already sent in the registration form. Well, yeah. And so they're like, we should just go anyway. And this is when she says, we'll just go and kick it up. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. You didn't see that part. Or, yeah. So the girls, so then we cut to the girls at school. And Alyssa is very worried. There's, like, a whole, like, caravan of Chewie's friends' cars. Chewie's boys. Yeah. And, like, yeah, it's all these, like, I'm assuming, like, 16-year-old boys with all these 14-year-old girls, and they don't know these boys. Like, I would have been (laughs) terrified out of my mind. (laughs) Yeah, but they drive them to the competition. Uh, Oh, well, they're still, yeah, they drive, yeah, well, they they talk, like, outside for a minute, because they all met at school. Yeah. And Daisy's like, come on, guys, like, let's go. Mm-hmm. And they're like, don't you think Miss Bartlett, are you worried that Miss Bartlett might just, like, be there to, like, see the competition? And I believe Marisol says, come on, guys, it's like what my grandmother used to say, si se puede! Yeah. And so they all <laughs> Which start- means, if you don't know, <laughs> yes, I can. Yeah, so they all start <laughs> chanting, si se puede, and then they drive off to the competition in those teenagers' cars. Like, that's normal. <laughs> uh, so they arrive at the meet. They walk up to the registration table. And the lady's like, oh, is your coach here? She has to sign you in. And Daisy says, well, they're already, like, an hour and a half late. And mm-hmm. Daisy says, oh, well, we got lost on the way here. And our coach had to go to the bathroom really bad. So she just told us to to uh, sign us in. And the lady's just like, yeah, okay, sounds legit. <laughs> yeah, and so they walk inside, and some lady immediately tells them, like, you guys are running late, you're on in five, you need to, like, go get ready, and so they're all like, okay, we gotta hurry up, and they're like, oh, somebody needs to press play on the music, so in walks Chewie, and Daisy's like, here, we need you to go put this on, press track three, and do it. So the team, then they're, like, on deck, and they see the team that's going on stage, and they steal the good yeah, luck cheer. They give their own good luck cheer. Marshall uh, Middle School tells you good, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. not a good luck. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. So the other team goes on, and they are performing. Alyssa starts putting petroleum jelly on people's teeth to, like, make them smile, and Daisy is putting ribbons in Esmeralda's hair. Yeah, she's, like, nice to her for Yeah, once. yeah, she finally thanks her for the her. first time. <laughs> and so uh, Daisy is giving all of the girls a pep talk, and she's like, si se puede, like, we're going to do this. It's going to be really awesome. They all si se puede it out. And they go up to perform. They perform very nicely. They don't mess up at They're all. cheers they- from the audience, applause. 
Yeah, and so they get off the stage, and immediately this judge gets up and asks to talk to Daisy, and she's like, hey, can I talk to you? And Daisy immediately thinks it's about their coach, and she's like, oh, well, our coach is just, and she's like, no, I just want to talk to you. And so the judge is like, hey, that was really good. And Daisy's like, oh, yeah, like, we've been working really hard. And she's like, well, yeah, I can tell. But you especially, like, stand out. You are, like, very good. And I am the dean of the Performing Arts High School. And I want to offer you a spot at the academy. And so Daisy is immediately like, okay, well, I can't pay for that. And so the lady's like, oh, well, we have scholarships. And, like, you know what? If it's something you really want, we can make this work. And she gives her her, like, business card. And so the girls are cheering on their way back to school. and They all pull up in, again, these teenage boys' cars. Yeah. Uh, and Alyssa's whole- parents are just, like, standing on the sidelines with their arms crossed, like, oh, that'd be so scary. My- <laughs> if I had done anything, I was, I did not do, like, anything rebellious when I was a teenager. <laughs> if, like, my mom had found out that I had done something, I would not be alive today. <laughs> Yeah, so they all get out of the car, and they're all excited because they won third place, and they're like, imagine what we can do in a couple more weeks with more practice, like, Miss Bartlett didn't believe in us, but look what we did, but as they're doing this, Alyssa's parents come over, and they're like, where's Miss Bartlett? What are you doing? Why are these teenage boys driving you around? (laughs) And so they're all, like, freaking out, and Alyssa's like, wait, but we won, and they're like, we don't care, we're gonna call the principal and Miss Bartlett, and y'all are in trouble. And so Alyssa- Yeah, so they leave. Alyssa and her parents leave, and Chewie's just like, come on, guys, you won third place! Congrats! Yeah. (laughs) So Esmeralda gets home, and she's all excited as she's, like, walking home, but her parents are sitting there waiting for her, and they're like, where have you been? You agreed to babysit for us. And she's like, oh, like, we got third place, so we had to stay for the awards. Like, I'm sorry that I'm late, but I'm here now. And they're like, oh, well, you're breaking promises, and you're not doing the things that we told you to, so maybe this dance isn't good for you after all. And Esmeralda is like, hey, I do everything. Mom, whenever you're not here, I cook, I clean, I take care of my brother. Like, I do everything you say. I can't have this one thing for myself. And her dad is like, don't talk to your mother like that. And she's just, like, frustrated because this is, like, the one thing she really cares about, and they're not accepting of it. And so she she apologizes, and then she's like, I was just really happy today. Yeah, so then we cut to uh, Daisy knocks on Miss Bartlett's door at her house. How did she figure out where she lived? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, Miss <laughs> uh, yeah, Bartlett opens in. the door. Yeah, Miss Bartlett opens the door. Uh, she heard from Alyssa's parents what had happened, and they fight a little bit. I did not write down what they said. Well, yeah, they're just talking about, like, you don't understand what disregarding me did. Like, first of all, like, you put her job in jeopardy because <laughs> they lied and said that she approved it when she didn't. Yeah, and Daisy's just like, no one thinks you believe in us. And Miss Bartlett's like, dance was my life. Well, they're, <laughs> well, they're like, we competed again and we won third place and, like, you don't even care. And Miss Bartlett's like, it's not about that. Like, you disrespected me. You went without, like, you broke my trust. I live to dance. Well, yeah. And so, yeah, <laughs> she starts talking about how whenever she was a kid, all she ever wanted to do was dance. But her parents always pushed her and told her to be better like she was never good enough in their eyes and so she had that like on herself and she was like oh well I'm never good enough and so Daisy's like well you were good enough for Juilliard and she was like I only went to Juilliard for two weeks and she's like I got there and I was always comparing myself to everyone and I I just couldn't handle the pressure how much better everyone else was than me and so I left I'm like honestly relatable (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, and so she left and went to just, like, a regular college, and she worked for a company that ended up failing. They, call, they keep calling it a dot-com company. <laughs> yeah, an online company, I'm assuming. I don't know. And it ended up failing, so now she teaches. And so then she says, she talks about how at the first competition, Miss Bartlett felt like she failed them, and she was scared for them to com- like all compete those, again because she doesn't believe in herself. Yeah, so, all those bad feelings that I had experienced at Juilliard, they all came crawling back. Well, and okay, this is another thing that I'd like to point out. Like, she's trying to make it seem like she was doing this for their, for their best interest. Like, she's like, oh, I was embarrassed for you. But, like, it wasn't. She was embarrassed for herself. Yeah, she's basically so. like, it's not you, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> And so Daisy said that her routine got them the trophy and that they know that they can't do this without her. They just need her to believe in her. And then she teaches her about si se puede. This was in the commercial where she's like, si se puede. It means yes, I can. Yeah. <laughs> so then we cut to Miss Bartlett talking to Alyssa's parents. And she basically, okay, she doesn't even like, she just tries to justify what the kids did. She's like, yeah. I didn't believe in them. And yeah. you know, they won. And that's a good thing. And their parents are just like, oh, yeah, you're right. That's and okay. Like, we're not going to tell the principal. Somehow, no one, inf- like, only Miss Bartlett and Alyssa's parents are the ones who found out about this. Yeah. So then we go to, so okay, this is the, yeah, this is the montage. It's the next competition. We see them practicing. We see their class and the entire class is participating now. Miss Bartlett is just excelling in everything. They're playing biology games and it brought me back to high school because we used to play Spanish games like that all the time. Yeah. And the fierce competitiveness inside me that I had to keep inside because <laughs> I couldn't like yell at my classmates who I wasn't friends with. Yeah. And so we can see that, like, everything is going well. Um, so the montage ends, and Daisy goes into Miss Bartlett's classroom, and she asks Daisy, like, why didn't you mention that you got an offer to go to the Performing Arts Center? And Daisy's like, well, I'm probably not going to go. Like, all the girls there are probably stuck up, and they're rich kids, and I don't think I would fit in. And she's and like, also, Chewy thinks that it's a stupid idea, and he thinks that they're setting me up for failure, and mm. that I spend too much dance, too much time dancing. I said, girl, red girl, flag. Girl. No, 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 no. So Miss Bartlett is like, oh, well, like, how old is Chewy? Like, what grade is he in? And she's like, oh, well, he dropped out. And he, like, works at this car shop. And she's like, hey, like, it sounds like his life is kind of decided for him. But yours isn't. Like, you should do what you want to do. And Miss Bartlett's also like, don't make the same mistake I did. Like, I spend my whole life wondering what would have happened if I had stuck it out and actually tried. And I don't want that for you. Yeah. Um, so after the next competition, the team comes off the bus. Um, all their parents are waiting for them. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I guess they're busy or something, but none well, of the Well, I don't think there would have been room for all of the parents, so they couldn't just have, like, some of the parents go on the bus. They didn't drive? I mean, they could have, but maybe it was far away. They don't oh. say how far away it I was. Guess. Yeah, the team comes off the bus. They won second at this meet, and they're officially going to regionals. Oh, so excited. Uh, Chewie is waiting for Daisy, and he's angry because he thought this whole dance thing was going to end, but it keeps going because yeah. they made it to regionals. Daisy's excited, and she's like, hey, like, I'm really excited because dance is giving me options. And Chewie's like, well, what about our life and our plans? And Daisy's like, I'm just a kid. Thank you, girl. And she's like. I'm just like, a kid, and life is a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> And she doesn't know what's going to happen with her life. She doesn't need to have it figured out at 14 years old. And so Chewie's like, you're going to go to that art academy and you're not going to make it. And then you're going to come back crying to me. And Daisy's just like, okay, well, Miss Bartlett told me that I should follow my dreams. And I can't always just like wonder what if. And so Chewie's just like, ah, bleh, and drives away. Yeah. So I don't know how Daisy got home. 
Uh, Daisy, later that night, um, decides to call the performing arts school and officially ask for an application. And then after she hangs up, she cries. Girl, don't be crying over that boy. You got a bright future ahead of you. Well, she's sad. It's fine. <laughs> so, um, the next day, or, I don't know, maybe later, uh, the principal tells Miss Bartlett that there's not enough room in the budget for regionals because it's further away in San Diego. And the dance team had never gotten this far, so the money was never budgeted for that. Yeah. And so, so they need to raise raise $1,200. And they're like, oh, they're not going to be able to do that. But the girls are at practice and they're immediately saying all these fundraisers they can do. And they're like, we're not going to give up. They also talk about um, choreographing a new routine. And Ms. Bartlett suggests, and I quote, taking advantage of their background for this new routine. So they start pulling out uh, flamenco and salsa. Yeah, everyone's making suggestions of like, oh, my parents do this. And like, oh, this is something I've always done. And... So Miss Bartlett asked Daisy for help, like, putting everything together. So Daisy kind of becomes, like, the dance team captain or something. Yeah. Um, so then we cut to Miss Bartlett is going for a run through her neighborhood. And outside of her house, there is some, a man waiting at his car. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's someone she knows because she greets him like a friend. Um, and she's like, okay, let's go inside. Uh, I'm guessing this is someone at her old Yeah, work. it's someone she used to work with. And he's talking about, like, oh, you're teaching now? Like, oh, wow, that's cool. He's like, I started working for this new dot-com company. Yeah. And he's like, you know, they really need someone like you. They really need you. Like, how much money do you make? They can make, they can offer you double what you it's, make right now. It's literally a website for preteen girls. I don't know what kind of website that is. Yeah, I don't know. But he's just like, you need to come do it. Like, at least give the person a call. I was on Webkins and Club Penguin. Is that, is that what you're working for? Oh my god. Was, was it didn't exist beginning? back then. Maybe it was like in its beginning stages. This is the early 90s. Oh, I guess it was. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah, so he's just like, at least call this guy. Like, what's the worst that can happen? Just see what happens. Yeah, so he encourages her, yeah, to just meet him. But she's like, um, I don't know. I really like teaching. Uh, so, the next day at school, the girls are talking in the hallway. Uh, we learn that Yolanda is failing math, and a failing grade means she can't go to regionals, and she'll be kicked off the dance team. Yeah, so she has to come up with a plan to get her grade up. But at this point, Marisol walks up, and she's like, guess what? I just heard Miss... Oh, I overheard Miss Bartlett talking on the phone about a new job offer. She's gonna leave us. We're not gonna be able to go to regionals. Yeah, um, and immediately Daisy is, like, upset and angry. She's yeah, like, she cut, never wanted to be here anyway. We cut to, like, all of them fighting in the gym. There's, like, one side with Daisy and girls behind her. There's another side with Esmeralda behind her. Daisy is just like, no, she doesn't care. But Esmeralda's, like, trying to stick up for her. Yeah. So Miss Bartley comes in as they're all fighting. And she's like, you know, I got a job offer. And then they all start complaining. They're like, how could you do this to us? Like, you're going to leave us, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, will you let me finish? I turned it down. And they're all like, oh. And then Yolanda's like, um, we got another problem. Problem. Yeah. And so I'm they're like, math. They, we have to figure this out. So Miss Bartlett goes to the principal and proposes that um, Yolanda does the accounting for the fundraiser. And if she does it right, then the, it's extra credit for her math class, which is, isn't that just counting money? That's what I thought. I mean, I don't know um, what exactly they're learning in this math class. Yeah. It is middle school slash ninth grade. Yeah. 
Yeah, but the principal agrees. He's like, yeah, that's fine. So we yeah. come to the fundraiser, and they're, like, selling food. They're they have the flowers. There's a car wash. They're doing a bunch of things. Again, there's, like, that, like, generic Latin music over it. It's a fun time. Yeah, Yolanda's going around and collecting the money from each of, like, the stations, and she's counting the money. They end up $100 short for the new uniforms, which, like, gr- that's fine. You can wear your old uniforms <laughs> as long as you can go. But who shows up? It's Chewy, and there's a parade of boys. Chewy and the boys. Yeah, and so they're like, what are you doing? And he's like, well, we have to wash the cars before we return them anyway, so. Because he works at an auto shop. Yeah, well, and yeah, and so he's like, I convinced the boss that we should come here, and it turns out that they're still $15 short, but Chewy just says, you can have it. All that money that he has at the auto shop. Yeah, he has $100 to give out, I guess. So... Yeah, they get all their money and they're all excited. They're officially going to regionals. Yeah, so we cut to regionals. And, oh, the lady comes up again to say hi to Daisy. And she's like, I can't wait to see you dance. Daisy is obviously nervous and now more nervous that this lady is, like, talking to her again. So everyone is stretching in their new Daisy uniforms. Daisy briefly introduces Miss Bartlett to her as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. um, okay, I would like to say that their new uniforms are so basic. Like, they're like the high school musical, like, yeah, cheerleader they're uniforms. Like their old <laughs> uniforms were cuter, in my opinion, because they had, like, some flair to them. At least, they had at least something. Yeah, they also all are wearing dance shoes, too. Yeah, they're all wearing so jazz I guess, shoes. <laughs> I guess they got the money for that as well. Yeah, I don't remember if they wore them last time or not, but yeah. Uh, yeah, the girls are getting ready. The announcer announces that they're up next. Um, the first team is on, but the girls can't find their pom-poms. Oh, no. And Daisy is also super nervous. She's watching the dean and the audience from backstage. Miss Bartlett walks up. Oh, I'm sorry. I had a burp in my throat, but it passed. Uh, and she's like, Miss Bartlett, I can't, I can't do it. And Miss Bartlett's like, there's a difference between being the best and being your best. You just have to be your best. You have the heart, Daisy. You dance from your heart, and that's all you have to do. Yeah, like, you, I've seen you dance. You have joy when you dance. You just need to go out there and do that. And so... And then the they team, found the pom-poms. Yeah, so the, <laughs> the whole team goes out, and the music starts, and everyone starts dancing, but Daisy's just, like, standing there frozen for a while as they're all dancing. They keep, like, intentionally, like, bumping her, like, start dancing. Yeah, there's a point... There's a point that I love it because it's like on beat yeah. where America for Yolanda, they're like in a post, turns around, she goes, let's go. <laughs> like telling that to Daisy. Yeah. And so Daisy starts like timidly doing it and then she like gets into the music and she starts dancing and they're all doing a great job. And everyone's happy even though Daisy might have just cost them the competition. Yeah. She definitely stood there for at least like. I don't know, 10 least, seconds. Yeah, not moving. Yeah, doing, just like looking terrified at the audience. Yeah, but they're very proud of themselves anyway. And they're yeah, like, we they hope get, we'll like, win. Standing and ovation. they think Miss Bartlett. Um, uh, Chewie tells Daisy that he was scared that Daisy would leave him behind. And that's why he didn't want her to do dance anymore. But she has inspired him to officially go back to school. So everything's okay again. Yeah, and Daisy's proud of him for that. And then backstage... The team just performs another routine. With Miss Bartlett With Ms. doing Bartlett. it. Yeah, just for fun. And the principal takes their picture. And that's, so then we cut to a text screen. And it says that the Marshall Middle School, uh, they won second place at regionals and went to nationals. And um, that's I, it. It doesn't I, say yeah. how they did it. Yeah, nationals. it doesn't say anything. It doesn't say like, oh, they lost. Because again, but... we don't know anything about this story. Yeah, and that that's literally the end. Then it cuts to the credits. They got. I hope that part about Daisy standing there for a good five seconds was not real because they definitely would not have made second. <laughs> yeah, but that's the end of the movie. But that's it. <laughs> 
Yeah. One of the things that I wanted to say, uh, like keeping in mind the white savior complex and all this, like, like I said, it did come from, um, like a Latin director, a, Lat- a Latino director. And so I liked the focus on Daisy and her accomplishments apart from Miss, uh, Bartlett. Bartlett because like the competition that they went to Miss Bartlett wasn't even there and like it right. was her dancing alone that got her and like her that, those opportunities too. she's the yeah. one who said let's let's go gotta kick it up well yeah <laughs> and so obviously like she's very passionate about that that's one of the things I wanted to say but I do think that like Miss Bartlett is even like it's like Miss Bartlett is aware that she thinks she's doing something special here because like you know a lot of times in these types of movies like all the other characters are like oh my god you're so amazing for helping these underprivileged children and the character's like it's just what I do I just love them (laughs) (laughs) that wasn't directed at anyone specifically but (laughs) like you know how that's that is that's Miss Bartlett but Miss Bartlett would be like oh I know I'm a really good person like that's how she acts to me so like, uh, like whenever the guy was like offering her a job, and she's like, mm-hmm. I don't know, these these kids are something special. She's the kind of person who's like, I taught them a lot, but they taught me more. <laughs> these are my children. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that was that. Did you have any quotes or anything else you wanted to say about the movie in general? I don't. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that I had any specific um, This Well, I was going to say, this is, like, what we talked about last time with True Confessions, where it's, like, it tried its best for the time well, that yeah. it was made in. <laughs> and that's the thing, too. Like, a lot of people like these white savior narratives because they think that because it's a movie about racism and that, like, something good happens, that it's a good movie. That's, it's not even, like, necessarily, like, about... Well, this like, one this one specifically isn't about racism, but yeah. a lot of them are. What was the quote that I But had? it was oh. good... I think this was the first, like, Disney Channel, like, project, whatever, that put, um, like, not only Latinx people, but Latina people at the forefront, Mm -hmm. which was a good thing. Yeah. Um, the quote that I have from an article that will be linked in the description of this podcast is, there's a distinction between movies that are about racism and movies that are truly anti-racist. And so that's, like, one of the major issues with this movie is, like, the portrayal of, like, the people of color and just, like, how, again, like, the white person is, like, the savior and, like, the good one who helps everyone. She's, like, the sophisticated dance that she has to teach them. Yeah. So just wanted to, again, bring that light, bring that to light. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you rate and rank this? Well, I I do enjoy this movie. Like, you know, like, despite, like I said, it's a product of its time. Yeah. But I gave it a three and a half out of five, and I put it at number 14 below H-E Double Hockey Sticks and above Phantom of the Megaplex. Yeah, I gave this a three out of five. I put this at number 24. Uh, Rip Girls is above it, and Jumping Ship is below it. But I do still enjoy this movie. Like, I like the, like, girl power and, like, si se puede, like, very fun. Um, I love America Ferreira, obviously. But I didn't, yeah, I think, like, looking at this, knowing what I do now, I do look at it differently, and I am more Mm -hmm. critical of it, which I think is, like, important whenever you do that kind of thing. Yeah, I feel like back in the day, I would have given this, like, a four and a half out of five. Well, yeah, because it it is very, like, a touchy-feely, like, ooh, the girls come together and they do it like yay mm-hmm. but if you look at it a little deeper what you can do sometimes oh there is one thing i wanted to say the actress who plays daisy has the biggest dimples i've ever seen on anyone in well, my i only see the one but it's so cute <laughs> it's very big and like it's very note and then it's like yeah it's very cute but i just wanted to point that out <laughs> yeah so that's it next week Camille. we are we are watching a ring of endless light i don't know what that i don't is. think i've ever seen it i think this is like the first one of the 
upcoming ones that I have never seen. I've never heard of this. I don't so. know. So that's so, what we're guys, doing next time. Look forward to that. We're probably going to drink while we're doing it. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye.